1: Tom and Warren on Joy. This weekend, Art Centre Melbourne hosts a show that invites kids to travel to the depths of the seven seas and meet some of the world's most amazing marine reptiles. That sounds like fun. We've
0: got a few of them in here. There's
1: a jellyfish in here now, actually. Earth's Prehistoric Aquarium is an action performance that will take kids on a quest to the bottom of the ocean. And joining us in the studio is the director of the show, Scott Roy. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Now, first of all, I thought there was a spelling mistake. You call
2: it Earth, Earth, but it's it's, E-R-T-H. It used to be environmentally recycled. Theatre, and oh. then we just got lazy and just shortened it to one syllable.
0: I like that environmentally responsible theatre, recycled, recycled, responsible. Wow, that's okay. I mean, everything in my life is recycled my jokes, <laughs> I mean, my looks, you know, everything. This is how we do this show, it's just recycled. Yeah, welcome. Thank
1: you. Now, Scott, you started out in Ballarat in 1990, is yep. that correct? So you've been going for a little while now, yeah. So you do a lot of work in museum environments as opposed to the traditional theatre. I guess, you know, like we actually work in lots and lots of different places. It's just that museums seem
2: to be places that had all these wonderful artefacts and information that we wanted to get access to. So we kind of sucked up to a lot of cool museum directors and everything, particularly Melbourne, actually. the Back in the day... Um, there was a fantastic director He was a guest George F. MacDonald is a Canadian anthropologist He He was fantastic And I I've made really good friends with him And that gave us Access to a whole lot of really cool things
0: That's really good Because it's important to get out the back And have a look at the bones You don't normally see, isn't it? Like yeah you, Is it So you said a paleontologists did you say paleontologists
2: are the people that study uh fossils and okay so it's dinosaurs. not just dinosaurs
0: it could be a fossil of anything
2: yeah so you know like a lot of people think that the things that swim under the ocean the things that fly in the air are also dinosaurs but actually dinosaurs only existed on land okay oh, so that so, so marine reptile prehistoric marine reptiles are what Swam in the ocean. Yes. And, uh, you know, dimorphodons
0: and um, pteranodons are what flew. In the air. So that Jurassic Park made 18 movies and they lied in every they one of them. <laughs> I mean, basically, they made 27 <laughs> of those movies and they still kept lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw, I'm sure I saw a dinosaur chasing someone in the ocean the other day. Yeah, The <laughs> But Hang on, we're here to talk about the important work, not the shit that comes out of Hollywood. Uh, so one of your previous shows was about Dinosaur Zoo and the kids got involved on stage. Padding the dinosaur puppets... Do the kids get swept away in the fantasy or do you, or they think, like, the dinosaurs are real? Do they run away Dinos- screaming?
2: Dinosaur Zoo is a really charming and hilarious show and it's touring all over the world all the time. And part of it, that make the thing that makes it so good is that we are brutally honest with the children. At the very start of the show, we go, dinosaurs are extinct. Everything you're going to see today is a puppet. But then, thanks to television, your short attention spans—you'll have forgotten. You forgotten it, said. yeah, yeah. And and they buy into that, and so yeah, we, there's a lot of crying. Oh, a lot good. of screaming, oh. and uh, and the highlight of the show is that we convince a child to stick their head into the mouth of a T-Rex. Oh. It's
0: yeah, but they're not
1: scary. Oh wow, those ones the arms, aren't they? Yeah, but they got big teeth. have nightmares, huge mouths.
2: And the record so far is nine children. So what? It's eight nine children. No, no, in the mouth. A child, a child will go to do the stunt, yeah, and then chicken out, and then you have to pick another child and another
0: child, and the record is nine. There's, uh, at Sydney Museum, they have like the dinosaur bit and they actually have a bit where you, you get to start at a race and it goes, ready, set, go, and you start running and the dinosaur chases you and it sees how far you can get down the truck before it eats you. <laughs> and, and we didn't say to my son because we were screaming <laughs> as the six-year-old going, run, it's behind you, it's behind you, it's got you. And he just fell on the ground and cried.
1: It's <laughs> oh, so good. Now you're going to be traumatised about dinosaurs. But I good. saw I saw the Jurassic Park film, the latest one a few weeks ago, yeah. I, I was pretty disappointed with it. I must admit. But really? This, this, yeah, I was. I, I don't know. It just seems seems like it's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But it is fantasy.
2: You know, a lot yeah. of people take it a little bit too seriously and go, oh, you know, Utah or um, what was the um, velociraptors were never that big, blah, blah, blah. They've taken artistic license. You go, yes, because it's a fantasy. It's not... How it's often do we
0: find a complete skeleton? I mean, most of the times we'd be guessing, wouldn't we? Like, we go, oh, maybe that goes with that or we'll put, put but it that's together. that's the
2: great thing about paleontology. It's such a malleable science. Like, it's all it changes all the time.
0: So you could basically lie and still yeah. get paid at your job and you you'd could. be fine and go, oh, you, yeah, absolutely. I'll just say, you know, you had three legs, boom.
2: <laughs> There's this great dinosaur called the Irritator. and, uh, <laughs> Ooh, and I've got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, a, a fossil that was found by kind of private, sort of uh, bone collectors and they plastered it up to make it look like something else. <laughs> and then when it eventually arrived at a museum, they had to pick all the plaster Aww. of it, so they called it the
1: Irritator. <laughs> the Irritator. <laughs> so, Scott, there's an education component to your show, clearly. Yeah. Um, and we all love the dinosaurs, especially as kids. Do they ask you complicated questions?
2: <sighs> oh, you know, not really. Not, well... And sometimes the really smart ones do. Like, there are some that come to the show who are totally devoted to dinosaurs and have some very complex questions. And
0: but they've sat in the car, you know, with their dad going, I'll ask him this question, that'll stump him.
2: But then, you know, yesterday, like, you know, what question do you have? As the question is I love dinosaurs. Aww. It's like, oh, what a great question!
0: So we all love them too, as long as they're fluffy and cuddly and not <laughs> living in this century. <laughs> yeah. So, your new show, Earth's
1: uh, Prehistoric Aquarium, it's going to take audiences to the depths of mm. the ocean. What can we expect to come along?
2: The I guess the it's it is definitely a companion to Dinosaur Zoo and. There's, you know, the show starts in a very similar vein as Dinosaur Zoo. It's funny, you know, the hosts sort of play off each other and we show the audience a bunch of really cool creatures that appear to be inside a big tank. Yeah. But the tank crashes, it, it breaks, oh. it, it's, uh, it bursts and then the whole show changes and the audience then are at the bottom of the ocean And all the creatures can swim out off the
0: stage and over the audience. So this sounds really good. Is this on after dark, so I can have a few cocktails before (laughs) I arrive, or is this a morning thing? I would
2: love to do this. A morning thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't do well in the morning, as you can tell. Now, now, you've got something you've bought in. It's this, It's a. It's a jellyfish. It's flashing. It's got LED lights changing colours. Yeah. Tell us about that. So that's a
2: bioluminescent jellyfish. These live at what's called the midnight zone, which is the, the place that only three people in the world have ever been, and only one of them was a celebrity, mm. being oh. James Cameron. Oh, so he, okay. Yeah. he Went right down where there is no light, so he could
0: make another shit movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And uh, and these creatures use bacteria or bioluminescent bacteria in order to create light without the sun. And this is how they communicate. And there is so many of them, as well as insects in the world that use bioluminescence that... It's the most common form of language in the world. So it's eye
0: like fireflies. Yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've seen that they do like language. They so talk. it's pulsating. It's, it's like... So this is,
2: this is definitely uh, an artistic representation yeah. of a bioluminescent jellyfish, but, you know down in the ocean, the way that they would communicate would be visually
0: rather than orally. We'll get a photo of this and we'll throw yeah. it on our social it's media. It's really good because, at- I mean, I went to a doctor about that, didn't I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, my <laughs> glowed and it's yeah, they didn't say all those nice things. Well, it is throbbing as well, isn't it? Oh, I tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> And it's not even nine o'clock
1: yet. Yeah. Uh, kids are getting more and more absorbed um, by staring at screens these days, wherever mm. they go. They're watching endless videos and YouTube, etc. So what sort of reactions do you get from the kids after watching a you know a, a live show like this i reckon
2: the fact that we have created a very visceral experience that's very can, is also tactile that is immersive i think that learning happens in a very different way to to say learning from screens right I'm, I'm not an expert, so I can't really
0: say whether I'm right or wrong, but I definitely think I've raised three children. <laughs> They're all adults now. If you take them to theatre and they get to sit there and they absorb it, I tell you, they walk out for the next month and all they want to talk about is shows and making and doing. You sit there and watch a TV show. They turn it off. They walk away. What's next? Yeah. I promise you, oh, theatre, for people that have brought children up, Theater is it opens their imagination. I think anyone that's got a kid, even if you're not a dad, mm. I mean you, you're an uncle. Take them along to the show. Get them out there and actually introduce them. And a bit of fun.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think you, you did. Isn't 2013 you um, created a puppet show for adults? Was it? We
2: did a show called Murder. Murder.
0: Mm. Ah, yes. Yeah.
2: That was a lot of fun. Are yeah. there any, any, any plans for any more adult shows? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did a show last year called Bird Fox Monster, which was um, three adults with um, mental um, disability or neural diversity. And we created this show that was a dining experience and 30 people sat down on a table and the show happened on the table, under the table, around the table. And the performers wore masks. So for an hour and a half, this event happened and nobody knew that the artists had any kind of disability at all and oh, only wow. at the end they took their masks off and everybody was
0: in shock. Wow. See, that's, that's theatre. Yeah, I agree. Getting involved and that's the great thing of Melbourne. You live in the other stupid states in this country and, oh, what do you do? You know, we close the pub at 11, we give you a more pokey. You come to Melbourne and you can actually go and see real theatre. We're about to go into the Fringe Festival. There's so much happening. So much happening. You've also
1: brought in, there's a creature. It's like a big, looks like a skull or something. Let's so that's Dunkleosteus. Dunkleosteus. That's,
2: okay. It's uh, named after a, a, a paleontologist from Cleveland, Ohio, called um, Mr. Dunkle. And uh, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> and osteo, osteo, meaning bone. So Dunkleosteus is a, a fish that existed during the Devonian period, which is uh, you know millions and millions of years ago, it grew up to six meters long it uh, it has it doesn't have teeth, it has these armored bone plates that sort of self sharpen every time it opens and closes its mouth, and we we added it to the show in Melbourne. Because after Melbourne, we're taking the show to America for two years. We needed to put something that was a bit American a into bit the American. Yeah, just to
0: keep them happy. Well, look, I got to wear a, What'd you call it? A drunkiosis? Drunkliosis. Oh, drunkie. I thought it was mine. Yeah, I feel a bit hungover <laughs> still with like
1: drunkliosis. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll take a photo with Tom and um, put it up on our socials to have a look at. So, Earth's Prehistoric Aquarium is on at Arts Centre Melbourne. It's in the Fairfax studio this weekend with shows 11am, 2pm, and 4pm. For tickets, you can go to artscentermelbourne.com.au. It's Centre. Artscentermelbourne melbourne.com.au scott thanks for joining us this morning at joy wake up with tom and
0: warren thursdays for breakfast on joy tune in to 94.9 in melbourne stream live at joy.org.au or download the joy app
1: available via podcast at joy.org.au on itunes or your favorite podcasting platform joy podcasts where you want them when
0: you want them This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with
2: joy.